Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. It is National Hot Dog Day. Are you a hot dog lover? Yeah. We're going to turn on the hot dog cannon. Nobody told me we're going to have hot dogs. He knocked down 68 hot dogs. Who orders food from a gas station? The shell by me has good hot dogs. Who let the dogs out? He's going to smell like hot dogs. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell, and this right here, it's your KC Moon Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy hump day, baby. To the KC Morning Hoes on the show today. You know what we're doing? We're gonna catch up with our county today, Kansas City. That's right, spending the day with Jackson County. Y'all know me. I'm a bit of a history nerd. I'm a sucker for a good museum, and we got some of the best right here in Kansas City in Jackson County because we're swinging by the Jackson County Historical Society, joined for the first time by our friend Christian Michael Schuster, Director of Development and Engagement over at the Jackson County Historical Society. some amazing work the archives and memorabilia it's like goosebumps stuff so i'm excited to have christian on the show after that we catch back up with zach sweets zach is running for jackson county legislature for the second district at large election day by the way primary august 2nd make sure you get out there and vote rate review subscribe do that thing you do kansas city the pitch awards they are back best ofs for 2022 would love to see you kansas city i would love to see you be a three-time best local podcaster because this ain't my show this is our show let's make sure folks hear that details at the pitchkc.com that is all i got a good day to be a kansas city and my friends always because of you i love you we'll see you in the morning bye straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. For the first time on your KC Morning Show, we're going to go back in time with our friend Christian Michael Schuster. He is the Director of Development and Community Engagement for the Jackson County Historical Society. And I, I am a sucker for some history knowledge, especially in our own backyard. Christian, welcome to the show. My friend, tell us everything. I am so curious. Good morning. History nerds unite, right? (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I do too. You hit the nail on the head. I'm the Director of Development and Community Engagement for the Jackson County Historical Society, and I'm new in my role. I just started in January, but the organization has been around a long time. We were established as as a society in 1909. It's really crazy. We have a picture in our archives of the very first meeting held on the lawn of the John Wardle House here in Kansas City in 1909. They did a picnic for their first social gathering. And to be able to have that image and that length of history with our organization is really just one of the things that makes our society great. We were founded in 1959 as a non-for-profit agency, and Truman, Harry Truman, was really one of our driving founders. He was one of our initial and first presidents. We have another great image in our archive of him holding his Jackson County Historical Society membership card from 1960, the year after incorporation. So we've been around a long time. We're lucky to have the lineage and the history that we do 
do, and we're lucky to be in such an amazing county. Jackson County in the county of Missouri is really just a, a hotbed of history, and we're lucky to have that. Well, Christian, tell us then some of that history, my friend, because especially now in this moment, so many folks who try to chart that path forward, well, we got a playbook and some of our history is pretty dope. So tell us some of the stuff that sticks out to you. Yeah, the county is the second largest county in the state of Missouri behind St. Louis County. And listen, I know St. Louis has the arch and they love to call themselves the gateway to the West and all of that. But in all honesty and truth, Independence, Kansas City are really on in the 19th century, the verge of what's known as, you know, the modern world. West of Kansas City in the 19th century, it's, you know, Indians and Plains and all the way to California. Good luck. We really, truly are the last kind of stopping point at the uh, mark of civilization in the Midwest. And there's just so much rich history. One of the things I love the most about my job, Hartzell, is that we have partnerships with all the different historic sites across the county. And, you know, I get to have intimate working relationships with the World War One Museum, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, for Osage, the Jackson County Parks and Rec, the Alexander Majors House, the Toy and Miniature Museum, the list just goes on and on and on with all of the amazing places across the county. Again, we're, we're just truly lucky to have some amazing history in the county we live in. Tell me a little bit about the space and the location. So this is a, a brick and mortar. This isn't just an online only. We yeah. want to get people to come and see this. Yeah. Well, we're excited. My office is in the historic Truman Courthouse on the square in downtown Independence. And I've really kind of fallen back in love with Independence. Born and raised in Kansas City, went to high school in Lee Summit, grew up in Lee Summit, went to college at Benedictine and things. So I, I'm a Midwest man, but I've really fallen back in love with Independence. Like I said, our offices are in the historic Truman Courthouse on the square in Independence. And my office is actually physically in an old bank vault on the first floor. It's it's super cool. When I started, they said, they said, Christian, I don't know that we know how to open open the doors to the vault. So don't close yourself in your <laughs> office. Yeah. But I don't have to worry about tornadoes or anything along those lines. I'm just very secure in here. Oh, I got to ask, have you gotten stuck yet? I haven't been stuck yet by any means. I, I heeded the warning and did not close and have not closed my doors because it's literally huge cast iron swinging doors with a bank vault knob, the whole nine yards. So I'm, I'm not trying to call the Independence Fire Department and have to have them come and cut me out of my office. So... <laughs> some of your favorite exhibitions this is a newer role for you but i gotta think yep. that even even in this you know short amount of time there's certain things that have already stood out to you that you know you're already telling folks about we're putting some new blood back in the historic society as you can imagine like any historic society especially as one as long as it's been an incorporation like us they've you know just gotten a little bit comfortable with the way they've been operating over the past 10 or 15 years our executive director is new chris stout who's an amazing man and has a long standing history in the nonprofit industry. He's in his early 40s. I'm new. I started in January. I'm in my early 40s. Our archivist is new. She's in her late 20s. So we're pumping some young blood back in the historic society to regain some momentum, create some excitement, get people re-engaged. And I've been, I've been doing an event every single month. We've opened our research library and our archives back up to our membership. If anybody ever needs to do genealogy research or area research or homestead research, I have one of the most extensive research libraries that you can absolutely imagine. And we love we love giving tours of that as well. People come into our offices in Independence. We show off the Truman Courtroom, which is the Jackson County Circuit Court from the 20s and 30s that Truman sat on. The Brady Courtroom is upstairs, which is absolutely beautiful. And then one of the real gems of our society 
we curate and manage the largest George Caleb Bingham art museum in the nation. The largest single collection of artwork on display from a renowned portraiture artist from the 19th century, a renowned landscape, and antebellum American Civil War era artist. It's, it's really, truly amazing what we have in our archives and the history that we have to offer. And our biggest movement now is it's one thing to preserve this history, and we absolutely have to do that. That's at the core base of our mission. But really, making this history accessible is what our society is about. I want to be able to share and make available all of this wealth of history that we have across our county to anyone interested. Christian, I'm not lying to you, my friend. I was on the website last night. I like to be a pro for these things, especially when I talk to cool history folks. And good man, good man. There's a shot of the 1903 flood of the West Bottoms, and it's actually like at the bottom of the 12th Street Bridge, and I, I drive by this spot every single day. Man, I'm getting goosebumps just on the website, looking through all this history, the archives, like you said, the research. I am so excited to come and check this out, my friend, and I know that you've got a huge initiative that the Historical Society is working on the 1859 jail and independence tell me about this yeah so on top of the archives and our offices and the art museum and everything that we curate and manage here in the truman courthouse we also a block and a half away manage the 1859 jail 1859 jail has been there since 1859 <laughs> it was converted over and made a museum at the time of our historical society's incorporation as a nonprofit in 1959 so we've been giving tours curating the museum and providing community engagement opportunities since then we've been partnered with the independent school district if you've had a child a, a niece a nephew a grandchild uh, go through the independent school district in the past 25 years they've come to the 1859 jail for a tour as a part of their curriculum as a part of their school days a real gem in the county it's one of the few 19th century jails that is still available for viewing as a museum across the entire nation and, and we really love the fact that we manage it but the jail's in need of some repair. We've got the entire northwest corner of the building that's drooping about eight inches. The limestone foundation has to be re-leveled. And when you start talking about historic preservation and restoration, nothing is cheap. We've contracted a, a structural engineering company that specializes in historic restoration to come out and provide us with a survey on that restoration and what it's going to take. And we've got about $600,000 that we're needing to raise. So we're in the middle of our Save the Jail campaign. I've hit the ground running when I've started from January. Development is a big part of my role and one of the many things that I do at Historical Society, but we've launched a new fundraising campaign this year. I'm actively applying for every grant under the sun that I can get. I'm meeting and talking with businesses and organizations about the need and the work that we do, and we're going to raise the money we need to ensure the preservation of this historic site for generations to come. Well, I think absolutely you are, and let me know if there's anything I or this show can do to help amplify, my friend, because I'm a over 300,000 archival materials preserved, 112 years saving history, all for one county. I am a big fan of what you got going on at the Jackson County Historical Society. And you're you're doing everything you can, Hart, so I appreciate it. I, I really enjoy our time today. It's really about community engagement for us, man. We are just excited and overwhelmed with the support that we've had for so very long. I'm so unbelievably excited in growing our membership and making everything that we have in our archives accessible. I, I just, I love my job, man. I, I have friends of mine that, that say, God, Christian, you, you just get paid to be a big kid, don't you? And I'm like, I am, man. I just love what I do so very much. And, and it really is a testament to the strength of the county and the history that we have. 
I hear that same thing all the time. And I tell you what, we're not going to grow up. If we're kids, kids for life. Man, you know it. History nerds till we die, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. Christian Michael Schuster, plug the handles. Where can folks go one more time? Give us the hours as well, if you don't mind. Absolutely. So the Historical Society's offices are located in the Historic Truman Courthouse in downtown Independence on the square. Our offices are open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We give tours throughout that entire time. The 1859 Jail is open Tuesdays through Fridays, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. We'd love to see anybody and everybody interested in history. Our website is www.jchs, Jackson County Historical Society, .org. I think we've got a KC morning show field trip. I think we got to schedule this thing ASAP, Christian. Let's do it. Man, I think we got to bring you out maybe in October when we do ghost tours in the jail and do a paranormal event. Don't threaten me with a good Jackson County time because I'm going to take you Man, I'm telling you. Tell me, doctor, where are we going this time?
your style is unorthodox, but effective. The KC Morning Show. My name is Zach Sweets, and I'm running to be your next Jackson County Legislator for the 2nd District at large. After a decade of working behind the scenes for the people of Jackson County, I have gathered the practical and hands-on experience necessary to lead on issues that matter to our community. That's why I'm focusing on transparency within government, transportation and infrastructure investment, and promoting people-centered decision-making. By committing to these issues, I believe that we can face tomorrow's challenges with confidence. So, on August 2nd, back Zach Sweets, Democrat for the Jackson County Legislature's 2nd District at large. Together, we can ensure that in Jackson County, people are paramount. Back on your KC Morning Show, Zach is back. He's running for Jackson County Legislature, 2nd District at large. My brother, you know we go way back, M-I-Z-Z-O. Is this drink you? Is this drink me? We had some good times, brother. I love you. I'm so proud of you. Now, does that mean that we will have a drunken night of karaoke? Maybe. Maybe that's what the county needs, Zach Sweets. You tell me. Well, I think maybe they've had a few already. Uh, but that's why <laughs> that's why I'm running. And, and hopefully we can have a few sober and intentional nights. How about that? I love that you met in the middle. You're good at this. You're getting good at this, man. <laughs> How's everything been? Tell me about the whole process. You got an election coming up. Yeah, you know, look, I, I started this whole election when I when I opened my candidate campaign and just thought to myself, I have an idea. I had worked in the legislature for five years as a state senator's chief of staff. So really getting up close into the ring. I, I couldn't have gotten any closer without being elected myself. Working for the We Are Missouri campaign and fighting right to work. That taught me a lot. But here's the deal. Nothing can can ever really get you prepared to be an actual candidate. I mean, so I've been learning a lot, a lot about myself. Let me just be honest, but really just a lot about what folks in the community are hoping to see. And there's not a lot of in between with the county. Either folks know that the county, what it does, and they, they don't like the way that it has been operating, or they have no idea. That leaves a lot of room for this next legislature to uh, get things right and change the perception and reinstill some trust in government entities and functions. And that's why I love you, man, because not only do you like give a damn about this thing, you know, this is a real deal. Politics is local. And in KC, we spell local with a K and a C. But also, my man, you are a bit of a policy wonk and i love that you can dig into the details of it all but you can translate it in a way that makes sense for us especially at a county level where a lot of folks let's just be honest there's some folks going to the ballot who have no idea what the jackson county legislature is or what it does and you having all this experience your work with getting rid of right to work which means you stand on the side of labor and workers rights you know why is the county the spot for you to take i guess your your enthusiasm your your passion why the county versus versus the state or going national. After graduating from the University of Missouri, uh, MIZ, I worked in the state senate. I came back. I came back to Kansas City and I was able to kind of connect some of those pieces. And if you'll indulge me, I'll say that when I left Kansas City, I was like, international relations is all that matters. And I studied that in college. I love it. But then I went down to Jeff City and I was like, oh, wait, this state stuff really matters. It has real impacts. And, you know, you see things like budgets. He was on the Appropriations Committee, so I saw how much roads and bridges cost. And then I get back to the local Kansas City area and I worked as a public policy director for the Greater Kansas City Chamber in the state for Missouri. 
And then I see what the actual advocacy and where the rubber meets the road in transportation. Transportation isn't just a dollar or two to make a bridge safe, which is very important, but it also gets people to work, gets people to grocery stores, gets folks, you know, across town to soccer practice or what have you. Everything people need to move. So I have learned each level the importance. And I, you know, I went from thinking that international relations was the end all be all. And again, it's very important and impactful, but tomorrow you're going to feel the effects of Jackson County Legislature's decisions today. There are nine people on the county legislature, nine. Six of those nine are represented in district by one of the chunks. The county is broken up into six chunks. And then there are three seats that are elected at large. The whole county votes for you. And so there's three of those nine that uh, are elected by the whole county. Of the total, there are going to be four new people. Folks are running for something else or retiring or what have you. There are going to be four new people come January 2023 in the Jackson County Legislature. And I would like to be one of the knowledgeable folks on that legislature, but more so than just my own personal qualifications is we're at a time where we need quality people that are looking out for working folks, but also understand the nuances of moving policy and development from an elected official's bully pulpit, if you will, and how that can really work for people. We have exciting things coming to Jackson County. A lot of exciting things coming to Kansas City, but the whole region is going to support those things. The NFL draft, the FIFA World Cup is the biggest one. There's going to be a lot of uh, investments and um, opportunities and challenges for us. And I think to have a legislature that's not prepared prepared for that wouldn't help us take advantage of the moment. And so I'm hoping to be one of those four new voices on the legislature to make sure that we are prepared and looking forward and looking out for people. One of the things you say so often, it's on the website, people are paramount in this moment that we keep trying to make a movement. We've heard that phrase so often. You know, what is Zach Sweets going to do? How are you going to use this position at the county if you get elected? You know, what's your platform, brother? I want to oversimplify it one sec and just say that it is people-centered government. Whenever we look at the county budget, whenever we look at the contracts coming out from the county, whenever we look at potential cooperation and, and engagement, the question that needs to be asked is how does this improve people's lives? or reduce hurdles. That's what I see the role of government being. You know, I, I grew up in a single parent household. The challenges of that one parent, two children and being underemployed. I know what that looks like. I know what food insecurity looks like from my time growing up. I know what transportation uncertainties look like. And so I'm, I'm fully aware of the everyday struggles that uh, normal folks, you don't even have to be you know, fully impoverished by the definition. You can be on the razor's edge, you know, just barely getting ahead. And one small thing can really disrupt that. And I say one small thing, but the county assessments can be one of those things that with lack of transparency in that process and notification before folks have to go and pay that bill to know that how much it's going to go up or even options to how they can pay it. No, you have to pay it all at once. You know, that's not service to the people. That doesn't help anybody move forward in their life and you know, lessen that burden or reduce that hurdle. The process was folks could not come in and give public testimony. The meetings were not at a time when the general public, most people probably work nine to five. Well, those meetings are at 10 o'clock on Mondays oftentimes. And I know they had a few special meetings, but I want to make sure that 
the county, at least local government, let me just say that local government should be accessible and should be fully convenient for its people. And then finally, the other side of that, my priorities of my platform really is to make sure that this county is transparent in what we're doing. I would love to see on their website somewhere where you can track where money is going to via contracts. So if Hartzell is getting a bunch of money from the county, at least we can see that. Not that we would have a problem with that because I'm sure he'd be doing great work for the county. I like to see it too, Yeah, it needs to be transparent. Yeah. (laughs) Before I let you go, my brother, you know, and folks can check out the website, sweetsforjackson.com for all the platforms and just how you can get involved and get engaged. But I think I always get so excited about county politics is that it is an opportunity to get creative with the county. Yes. Make Jackson County a pilot for all sorts of different programs. You talked about the assessment issue. Well, that's how a lot of our schools get funded. Well, some areas of this county where the property values are higher, the schools are reflected in that. You have schools that are not fairly funded based off of your geography. You know, like how can we fix things like that? I think you're exactly right about being creative. The only positive thing about being a part of or having an area that is underperforming, there's no limit on what you can do moving forward. And you're exactly right about how all these issues overlap and intersect. And I'll just say the county, the county being between the state and the local level with our cities, the county can play a huge role in making some impacts, not just for the county, but for the state. One example is we have the new detention center that's being built and part of the reason why we need a new detention center or the one that's that we have is in such disarray is the state hasn't paid its full amount per bed i would like to take my experience with the state knowing exactly having worked with the appropriations process to go down there and say hey we're from jackson county where's our money because <laughs> that impacts what we're able to do beyond that but further i just want to make sure that the county in that potential for more opportunity to engage and this sounds really dumb i know it does but it really needs to be present and engage in in our cities, you know, Lee Summit, Grandview, Kansas City Independence, because I, I know of instances where some cities are trying to make huge steps forward and there are ways that the county can engage. But when I ask if there has been that conversation, the response has been, well, the county doesn't talk to us about that. And that's just the failure of government at the end of the day. Zach Sweets running for Jackson County Legislator's second district at large. My brother, plug the handles. Where can folks go to find out more about you? Maybe they want to knock out some doors with you. Where'd they go? Oh, man. Yeah. So first off, go to sweetsforjackson.com. You can also find the campaign on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the channels. Sweets for Jackson. The one thing I will plug, if nothing else, go to the website, click on the vote tab, and there you will have your voter checklist. We know that people who actually have a plan for going out and voting on election day are 70%, I believe is the number, more likely to actually follow through and vote. So I have put on my website a voter checklist where you can find where your polling place is, you can find who's on the ballot, and you can find your rights. Very important to know your voting day rights. It's all right there. Suitsforjackson.com com backslash vote august 2nd so uh, i'll also get that to harshall so you can share that but make a plan and go vote and pull in some friends too we all need to participate in the primary zach sweets my brother m-i-z go bring this home z-o-u yes sir <laughs> well i won't back down no i won't back down you can stand me up at the gates of